some weeks the bitch was sounding for some reason like that it's lower oh Copyright strike. <laughs> Mr. Cutty. Hey. Oh, that was a good idea, wasn't it? I was yeah. like, oh, well. Cheers Kim and, Kelly, welcome back song. I'm like, cheers and uh, welcome back. Yeah, I couldn't get it on the system because of uh, a technical issue, but we we just hardwired it into the system. <laughs> yep. So uh, welcome back, Kelly. Uh, that's Clint Thank Moses. You. I'm Paxton Eugene. And you know what? Yes. Sunset, I'm so happy to play with Kelly on the one. Yes. Thank you guys for listening this week, and welcome back to Kelly, Behind the Ones and Twos once again. Kelly Cotter. Kelly Cotter. <laughs> he needs a few more nicknames. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what he needs. Uh, Kelly so- Cotter and the Manny's Marauder? <laughs> sounds like a gang, though, doesn't it? Well, it sounds like a Smokey and the Bandit situation. <laughs> yeah. Or a Green Hornet. Uh, so, last week and the week before, we had two guest producers, and uh, we put them through a proper hazing. They did well. They were super fun. But I just told him, I was like, hey, just come in and run the cameras. And then when they got here, I was like, all right, take a seat. I'm going to run you through everything. All right, we're going to take two PD-70s, run them through the ISA-4. I want you to really ramp down the high-pass filter on that. Uh, if the <laughs> compressor gets a little breathy, I want you to turn the attack down and maybe the release up a little bit. All of these are actual terms. And they're like, wait a minute. I was downstairs and Edo was like, Ugh. He goes, Is, are any of those cameras? I was like, no, we haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> I was like, Should have just chucked those two twisted T's. Yeah. <laughs> Which, those twisted T's, like, secretly get you drunk real quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're twisted that way. And um, two in, four out for my urination Thing. Two in four. Two in four. Out. <laughs> you peeing back in the can? Four, yeah. <laughs> if I could, <laughs> but not to the hole though. Yeah, not I don't want to cut the tip. You know, tip. you so, already cut your tip once. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. Well, I meant by when you got the moil. Yeah, the moil. <laughs> so uh, Kelly was uh, exploring an opportunity in the in the education space as a moil. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, just uh, was presented with a an idea from uh-huh. a friend of mine who's in the biz and um, thought. That be might, might be right, or at the very least, explore the idea. So I went and talked to principal, and uh, you know, it was more like just she get just basically gave me the the lowdown, dirty of what it's like to be a middle school teacher because that's what it. it middle middle school. school, yes, middle school, ah, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. The best years when kids aren't going through any kind of hormonal changes. Exactly, we were talking exactly. about that before the podcast. I was like, think about it like this: the most of the monumental changes in your body and physiology. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And then when you're in elementary school, you don't care who you are. You're just like, I'm picking boogers and having fun, right? <laughs> when you're in middle school, all that stuff starts to change. You don't know yourself at all. When you get to high school, you're kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm cruising. Yeah. But middle school is the chaos. It's when you find, your, it's when you find the clothes towel you're going to wear for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> unbeknownst to you. Yeah, unbeknownst to you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, junior high still, sm- it still smells the exact same as it did. Crap, 40 years ago for me now, probably even longer than that. You know? Don't take yourself. <laughs> is it like a. Uh, there is, is a smell to a, to a school. It's though. like, it's like you know, like bleach and sweat and. Uh, <laughs> clay and paint. Pa- yeah. And Sawdust. Yeah. yeah that yeah. powder they put on the ground when a kid tosses the asthma juice up. Yeah. 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 There's just a certain yeah. smell. Well, see, we used at my hood ass schools, I guess, because we didn't have fancy powders for that. But when kids threw up. Uh, Sawdust. 
Yeah, the yeah. old janitor would come in like, God damn it, with a bucket of sawdust and just... Least favorite part of his day, absolutely had to be. Soak all the, all the Doritos and apple juice up. But yeah, it's intriguing, you know? I mean, you get, you get time off, you know, considerably more than I would have with any traditional job. And it's kind of like a year-round schedule, so the longest break would be like six weeks during the summer yeah. and all that. But you get, you know, you have, you have your teacher work days, but you get a considerable amount of free time off. Sure. You, know, you work like 200 something, 202 days a year. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not bad. Well, and you're kind of the relief to kids if you were an art teacher. Yeah, I mean, that's the idea. I mean, that's how I, that's how the lens I viewed it through when I was back then. I mean, I, I enjoyed that class. And, yeah. it, and it, it is a screw-off class for the majority of kids. You sure. know, But cause but some of those you know, kids really love and need art class. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, there's a template to follow. It's not like I'd have to get accredited and, you know, all that as the year went on. I get certifications, I guess. So you could start before you got your certification. Yeah, as long, yeah. As, it's all, as long as it's all in conjunction and I'm doing both. Um, you know, and um, it's, a, it's a lot to consider. Even, even with a roadmap, I've never taught a class in my life. You know, I've, I've shown some graphic designers how to do graphic designers how to do things, but not uh, but 12, not corral 14 year olds. Yeah, no. corral 120 kids a day, and it's a semester class. So halfway through the year, you start with a whole new batch and start all over again. I think that's probably better. It, it, yeah. it could be great or terrible. Yes, know, but yeah. I, you know, but I have you know, but I have no predetermined idea of what it's going to well, be like. It's got to be easier to get kids back from Christmas break than it is to get them back from summer break. Yeah. Summer, they're like, I don't want to be here. Christmas break, they're like, I've got all kinds of cool shit. Well, yeah, I think that's right. probably why they did this kind of different schedule now as opposed to giving them two and a half, three months off like when I was a kid. Now it's... Our summers shit. were like nearly three full months. Yeah, I, it, yeah. It used to, I mean, I recall Memorial Day, Labor Day. You go back the week before Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your kids had a full week and then the next week they had a yep. day off. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's something to consider. I'm thinking about it, you know, but that would be, that would involve a big change. And, um, well, I mean, uh, any opportunity yeah. for you to, you know, make a change if you want to, I mean, yeah. just something to explore. Yeah. My, I'm just flattered to be even consider something like it. So my middle school art class, uh, there was three really giant tables, you know, so there's probably like 22 students or something like that. So like six or eight per giant table. Yeah. And I sat at the table with the with the beat boys yeah yeah <laughs> these big tables would boom you can you can knock on those big because they're, they're sturdy and we would all get in unison and just little drum circle oh man up. it was like the first <laughs> yeah just, did you it, off? it was the first drum circle i ever attended <laughs> it all started there it all started the there yeah. middle school I, myers I middle school no memory of middle school art at all i now barely. elementary school art mr eminette at may howard he was missing one of his digits he cut off <gasps> in class one time Lopped a finger off doing something. Oh, I wonder if it was the, uh, you know, the thing that cuts a clean edge off the, off the edge off of the a paper. paper? paper? I have one downstairs. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Cut a clean edge off his finger, but he was, so, he smelled like patchouli. He was, uh, and yeah, cause he, my sister works at the same. Before you knew store. what patchouli was. Yeah. It was just that, that, that I rated that smell to, to him. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, why are you wearing Mr. Hamonette's cologne? <laughs> That's like the first time I smelled weed uh, in real life. I was like, is my, did my brother's car just pull up? Because <laughs> I remember getting in his car, I was like, "That's a weird cologne." <laughs> it's a little foggy in here. But I, I remember like doing the uh, Egyptian mask. You know, where you put the you put the uh, you know you make a ma- like an Egyptian mask kind of so uh-huh. you make, have something lay down and you make it layers and layers. Oh, of with the plaster Paris or plaster whatever. Plaster Paris, yeah. yeah. And you have to make your own mask. See, I don't remember. Guess any- who couldn't sit still long enough for his mask to take effect? <laughs> well, I wonder. <laughs> Oddly, uh, I couldn't not stop moving my mouth. I don't remember one thing of art that I did. All I remember is beating on the table. I mean, that's art in some sort of way. Of it's music. That's art. That's but nice. in music class, they had me playing the fucking saxophone, and I couldn't. I said, <laughs> Nobody can play the saxophone yeah. in my middle school. Play drums, damn it. Unless you're Mike Fahey. You know what else is getting yeah, that shit right. down. Shout out to Sprayhey, man. Good yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, anything cool happened this week to you? Man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we're kind of light on Karen's this week because we did a 
you know, the night of a thousand, night of a thousand Karens. Karens was last week. So, so we want to about the White Walkers. Yeah. So in the second half, we'll probably be more like on the positive side. But this could be viewed as a Karen, but it's more personalized to me. Karen potential. <clears throat> Karen potential. KP. So uh, here in the house, I have a roommate, and my roommate has some family, and sometimes the family visits, but they call ahead. We're not really a drive-by location. Like, hey, I was just swinging by the Tybee. You know, you're, you, you have to be coming here to come here. Especially, they live out in the country. Yeah. So it's not like they just swung through Ty. It's impossible. It's, I, I, yeah. More on that later for me. So, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that from last night, I think. So, uh, about 3.30, I'm getting in the shower. I'm in the bathroom, about to get in the shower to get ready for work on Saturday. And I hear ding-dong, ding-dong. I was like... Who would be coming by here? I, Travis will get it. You know, I'm already, like, committed to about to be taking a shower. <laughs> You're not putting your pants back on. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pot committed. Your ass. You don't want to put your pants back on. I'm pot committed. So I take my shower, and I definitely take my time a little more, just in case it was someone, like, I don't know, anybody, really. <laughs> anybody. anybody. someone. <laughs> so I came out uh, of my room about, like, 410 or something, and Travis comes up. He goes, hey, did you hear a lady's voice in here? I was like, I heard a doorbell ring, but I was getting in the shower. He goes, I think it was my cousin. But you, but I was like, well, did she? He goes, was she on the way over? Or he, like? go, he goes, no one called me. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. Walk out to go to work, and I see a gray Mercedes parked over in the side yard. So I'm looking around, but there's no one here. Travis and I pretty much leave for work about the same time. Come back home that night. Gray car's still here. Someone's downstairs sleeping. So I was like, okay, it must be, you know, obviously. <clears throat> uh, oh, no, actually, I went to work that night. Travis came by. He goes, hey, that was so-and-so. She's going to stay in my room downstairs. Is that cool? I was like, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, like, no. No, yeah. yeah, no. No. I don't care. I'm upstairs. <laughs> you know, I'm upstairs. Like, I'm good. So the next morning, uh, not the next morning, the next afternoon when I come out of my room, I walk into the uh to the kitchen i open the refrigerator and i notice uh this big pot that i haven't seen in like a year because it's one of those uh big uh like copper pots that they used to sell on infomercials with the tall sides but it's square okay yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking about it's like you can't saute with it huh. but it's got a big handle it's a stock pot yeah but it's got a it's got the lengthy handle not the two side handles it's got the handle of a frying pan but it's square yeah okay with tall sides and I was like, I haven't seen that in forever. And I looked inside of it, and there's like some sort of like pasta dish or whatever, right? Close the refrigerator, look over in the sink. The sink has more dishes in it than I've ever seen in my life. You don't even own her in there. <laughs> and I was like, where did those come from? So I was like, oh, she must have like, uh, like washed all of those things because they were in the they were all piled on one side of the sink. And I was like, because there's no way that she used all of that shit to cook. What whatever. ended up in this pot? So now, I'm, now I'm going back into the pot and be like, I'm eating some of whatever this is. 100% did that. <laughs> How was it? It was all right. It was, yeah. it was like a uh, chicken Alfredo pasta sort of thing. So then I go start discovering. I'm like, she used five bowls, two other pans. I was like, <laughs> then I look and, over. And you eat it, you're like, this is not yeah, this, No, I could have done this in that pot. Yeah. Then I look over. And something that I, uh, I ration a lot are paper towels because I never remember to buy them. People just bring them over like Kelly oh, and man. Clint. Did she just burn? There's a brown roll on there now. <laughs> just burn through them all, didn't replace them? 
Not, uh, and they're not expensive, but when you need a paper towel and you go to get one, it's not there. You're like, yeah. oh, hell no. So man. that got me thinking. I was like, all right, um, I go visit my friends a lot. They know that I'm coming, though. Yeah, yeah, especially you. So then there's an etiquette. <laughs> all right, so we live on the beach. So I know that we have it pretty good. So if people are coming down, I know it's expensive. You know, sometimes hard to find a spot down here, even if it's an Airbnb during the summer. So I'm open to, you know, have guests because, you know, sure. whatever. Just let me know first. So I was like, whenever Clint and anyone comes over, and w- whether we're doing the podcast or not, and we like cook or yeah. anything, we're all cleaning at the same time, pretty much. Yeah. And if you were alone here, you would clean up. At, you clean as you go. As you, I mean, pasta just, takes time to cook. Just a, a, in the moment. Right. So I was like, you oh. just stand there and stare. Yeah, I was just like, she was gone at that point. She like uh, went to the beach or something like that. I was like. Okay. How old is this cousin? Uh, probably 30s, maybe. I don't know. Same like it. Are you uh, going up or let down there? Lower uh, 30s, upper 30s? Uh, Black don't crack. It's hard yeah, to That's tell. what I'm saying. I don't know. So maybe like <laughs> maybe like early 30s. Okay. 30, 32. Old enough to know to do dishes while they're cooking. Well, I was like, well, I had to go to work that night. So I was like, oh, well, when maybe, I- maybe when I get home tonight, all that stuff. Because I assume she would probably have to go back on Monday, you know, because people have to work during the week. And she was. She, she had left by the time uh, I'd gotten up on Sunday. Or on uh, today, and I walked over. Still the pile of dishes. I was uh. like, <laughs> "So now you have to be like, I had to do. There's still dishes in there because I spent like 30 minutes. Uh. Doing, oh, you did. You had to do them. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I was going to do them. I was dried on stuff. The person too. who invited, oh, she was gone. No, the person who was like, "Hey, this uh, person's. This is my guest." You would think, uh, you know. Well, whatever. Still, but whatever. I live in a glass. But house, it got but. me thinking of like, uh, <laughs> we had some friends let us. Uh, they went to Amsterdam. And we went and stayed at their house in Atlanta. It was me and you. Yep. And Coke. We went and stayed at their house. We, well, we didn't even make a mess because we weren't like cooking or anything yeah. like that. But we brought them weed cookies to leave there for them. Yeah. Uh, I installed a, a child's yep, uh, toilet seat. Yep. I've told you that Yeah, before. we definitely left it in better shape. No, honestly, shape did, you know, but we That's were very the thing. respectful. If, you, if someone lets you stay at your house for free, you leave it pristine when yeah. you go. And when you go out of town... How often do you, are you cooking at the place that? That's the also. I don't cook when I'm out of town. That's and the weirdest thing. We barely thing. slept too. There wasn't a whole lot of sleep going yeah. on because we were there what two nights. I two think. nights. I think. Yeah, yeah. So we pretty much rode it. When you're staying somewhere, you're only there to pregame and sleep because or it, maybe maybe eat like pizza delivery or something. Yeah, yeah, but when you're out of town, you typically eat out. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but you can get food from the grocery <laughs> store that's pre-cooked. Sure, but especially don't make a one-pot meal in with, four pots with four bowls. And after you, after you came by unannounced, I told you that when I lived in when I lived on still lived on Tybee, back in the back ass end of Horsepin Point, so you had to drive. It's two miles down that road. You're if not, you don't know where it is. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. And you're not just swinging by the homeless shelter, okay? Yeah. I'm sure that one lady gave us gave my mom's house. So my, I can tell this now. My mom's house was on in Horsepin Point, and when one day we were putting together the uh, the Wi-Fi, I set up the Wi-Fi for the first time. I looked around, <laughs> and there's like. Eight people that don't live there, that have never lived there, are just hanging around in the morning. And I'm like, it's like a goddamn homeless shelter in here. So we made my mom's Wi-Fi the Tybee Island homeless shelter, where we would do check-ins sometimes or whatever on Facebook. I would see the you. check-ins, and I was like, I thought it was a Google Maps. Yeah. I was like, is it called the Tybee homeless shelter on Google so, Maps? So we, we're rusty. So anyway, so my mom's Wi-Fi is the Tybee Island homeless shelter, and... One time, I look on. I have to look at like the reviews. For some reason, I said like, one star. This chick gave it a one star review. Couldn't find the homeless shelter. 
Where are you? I wanted to go volunteer my time. She drove to, there was a gate. She drove to the gate. like, it can't be behind this gate. So she gave the time you don't know which was my mom's house. A one-star review. Uh, so then, not to be right. outdone, all of the homeless that stayed there <laughs> spammed it with like, I bet, it's, I bet it's got 20 five-star reviews and one one-star review to this day. I'm trying to do charity. Now I'm going to give you a bad rating because I put it on. I'm charitable. Here's Here. the thing. If you're next to the gate in the neighborhood, you can see the 4-H camp across the creek. Right. So you're going to like, oh, there's a bunch of kids over here, and it, you can see the 4-H stuff. So you're like, it's got to be near the 4-H camp, because homeless and 4-H seems like they would work together. <laughs> sure. Homeless or dicks aren't out. But just a group of people. Listen to last week's podcast, Dick Root Homeless Man. Fun. Uh, but, like, it was just hilarious. But the thing is, people, when my mother passed, um, every like, once in a while, someone that had the gate code would pop by. It's not a pop, you don't pop by in this day and age. You text, you call. And one day, I may have told this story before, but don't care. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm in my underwear. Feet up on the table. I'm sipping a glass of wine. Like the main couch upstairs. I'm serious because my mom's not there anymore. So I'm smoking weed on the couch. You know, sorry, mom, RIP. But hey, when you were gone, I got high in the house. Um, and someone knocks at the door. I saw him. Saw the lights come on. Camera went off. And I'm like, this is the evening. This is like 9:30 at night. No, what? Yeah. And like people, I like, keep a later schedule. This is weeks after she's passed. Not like it's like you're coming by to be like, hey, how are you? But here's the thing. There's a phone in your pocket because. They knock, they ring, face on glass. I, I'm, I am continuing to watch whatever movie I'm watching. I'm not stopping. You're like kind of hoping that they do see you in there, not reacting. They saw me in there. If you, get, you came to the house. That front yeah. window was not opaque. It was see-through. So you can see my ass just lounging up, feet up. And they're just knocking on the door, knocking on the door, haven't called, stopping by. And I'm like, so they call. And you probably had a landline there, right? They, I have a landline and a phone. So they call. I answer the phone immediately and go, what up, man? What's up with you? Hey, I'm outside your door. Oh, are you? So your phone does work. <laughs> so you could have called or texted on this six-minute journey down this road at 20 miles an hour. Like it's it's not it's not a short drive. Was it one? Of, was it a visitor for you or? It was a friend. It was a friend of mine, but someone that knows better than to just stop by. Actually, it was Travis's cousin. I'm here to make a mess. That's what you call a callback, baby. <laughs> He's like, hey, the pots and pans are over there. Yeah, go ahead and do your worst. And leave it here. Yeah. And make subpar food. Here's the thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you better, it better be the best carbonara I've ever had. <laughs> as, I sip, as I sip my Clay Creek Vineyards red wine blend, you can discover what the blend is. It's a proprietary red blend. You let me know. Anyways, if I come to your house and I make, oh, yeah, we uh, back to that in a minute. If I come to your house and, like, I cook, I sell cooked food, I sell smoked meats and stuff. If I come to your home and prepare a meal for you, I might not clean up because I've cooked for you, but I'm going, this is, I'm using the pots and pans appropriately yeah. and still cleaning as I go because I just need space. It clutters, disturbs, yeah. you clean as Especially you go. when you're, when you're cooking. And, like, you, and you go, okay, this house doesn't have a having, dishwasher. Having a clean work area. So then I can, all this can't be dried in one run. So let's get a start on the drive. Sure, yeah. Get some big things out of there. <laughs> you know, I just need space. Uh, well, I, when I thought about it, I was like, you know, you know the phrase dance like no one's watching? Yeah. Right? I was like, she was probably like, use dishes like you don't have to wash yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> These are disposable, pretty much. And it better be good. That's the thing. You don't, I, you don't see that little plaque hanging in kitchens. Around. If I somehow like screwed up the food that I made, I would yeah. clean up everything. I'd be like, ah, apologies. Here's my, I'm sorry, I'll clean up. Yeah, but if it's bomb, bomb, I'm like... Yeah, just, if I'm cooking, I'll leave the burner on sometimes, but it's so good. Yeah, it better be something fantastic to, <laughs> to just leave. Yeah, because uh, you you ever watch uh, Alton Brown, uh, Good Eats? No, you watch uh, you watch cooking shows? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, know what, you know what, what, what show I like to watch? Right. Ones where it's a hole. 
It is a lot of sandwich. <laughs> that is a lot of sandwich. And uh, Alton Brown, he would make uh, uh, the one that I watched that really stuck out to me. He made a chicken parmesan, which was literally just the chicken breaded with sauce and cheese on top. He probably used 40 dishes doing this thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah. he's using dishes because he's got a whole crew back there to, to, yeah, wa to wash up. Yeah, he's that's, in a different that's the worst bowl. cleanup, though. The worst cleanup is when Alton Brown makes a dish and you don't get to eat it. <laughs> and you got, at least you're getting paid to do it. Yeah. But, like, you didn't get paid to do it. You got to eat it. It wasn't good, and you still had to clean up. <laughs> exactly. Begrudgingly, like, this is what it is. Oh, hold trust on, me. I on. got more to do tomorrow. Hold on. Was there still <laughs> pasta left when she left? No, no, she used the whole... She yeah. ate it all, too? So, she left uh, one... One noodle? No, no, she, she left a, a stalk of broccoli. Just just a stalk, not the head? <laughs> That'd be fucked up. Oh, God. Just, oh, oh, right. That would be amazing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, the whole, the whole branch. I want to oh, do that God. to his house. The whole branch. Peel the onion, use the onion, put the onion in it for banana, put the banana back on the rack, peel the banana while it's hanging, and leave it hanging. I'm going to try to do that. I think this is dangling participle. The, uh, yeah, and then uh, there was uh, an half a sprig of parsley. Expensive <laughs> things. Oh, and a, a jar of uh, prepared garlic. Ah, the worst garlic. All right, so while we're a on. A million things I won't food, use. Yeah. I am going to make us a drink next time I don't have to drive home. Maybe when we do that. No, this won't work in a hot tub real well. <laughs> but, all right. Banana pepper martini. And this is not a lot of fancy ingredients. This is vodka or gin. I'm going to do both just to see which one works out best. Olive juice. Okay. Shaken. Okay. And martini glass garnished with instead of olives, banana pepper. So you wouldn't use the banana pepper juice? Oh, I'm going there. I'm oh, going there. I'm I'll sorry. make one with olive juice uh, and one with banana pepper juice. I'm gonna have to pre practice this at home to make sure I get the ratios yeah. right because I don't know the banana pepper at all. And so like today, I was like, Are there other banana pepper cocktails besides margaritas? That's it. Yeah, you're out. I was like, what else would I make with banana peppers? No, uh, you said you had heartburn day, so I didn't want to make it today, and I had to drive. I don't want to drink too much. I'm glad you brought home. it up because I had uh, a couple that would come in. And now I can't fucking remember what they were called, but it would be a shot of Jameson. And then as they're back, they would do banana pepper juice with hot sauce in it. I for, damn, man, we used to have a really great name for it, too. But it was just like, it's like a pickleback, except it's kind of spicy because banana pepper juice, yes. you know, it's basically pickle juice, but with a touch of spice. Yep. And before Ulysses the Ulcer came around into my life, I would do them with them. And it was, it, for some reason, it just works to do pickle juice or briny liquid after Jameson. Interesting. Yeah, there's not even, as I look online, yeah, we made I Google Jameson shit pickle, Jameson shit banana pepper juice hot sauce. <laughs> well, because people do dead turtles as well, <laughs> which is vodka pickle juice together with a yeah. splash of hot sauce in it, but you take it all at the same time. All right. Ooh, the hot and oh. dirty martini is banana pepper juice. I like that name, hot and dirty. And, but I, I mean... Literally, banana pepper juice is very adjacent to pickle juice. Yeah, yeah, it's pickling juice. Yeah. So, but it's just not as 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 an, an olive, an yeah. olive juice. They're all pickling. Olive's kind of briny. Yeah, it's briny, it's but it's like I don't so love I a like, lot of olive. olive I like juice. dirty martinis a lot. Yeah. I don't really like olives that much. I don't yeah. love a lot of olive. I like I, I, I like fancy black, olives. I like black olives. I'm bougie. Like I'll do. I'll do like. I like manzanilla. I don't I'm, like I'm going past manzanilla and even uh, the other one. Ooh. That's really popular. That other one, yeah. Uh, Kalamata. Kalamata. I want beyond that. I want fancy, like you know, green olive, like nice like Mediterranean green olives. Sure. But I don't want but like two, three. 
So when I get a martini, I'm only eating the olives because they've been soaking up some of my vodka, you thieves. So I'm getting my I'm getting, getting my that vodka. back. It's it's like that's that's one kind of frugal. Here's another kind of frugal that I don't like when you order drinks. Okay, look, you cheap old bastard. You're ordering a martini. Let me get that shaken ice on the side. It's not because they want to keep their martini cold. It's because they want to get every single milliliter drop of that vodka. It's always a cheap fuck. Yeah. It? Now, every now and then, a classy person does it. It's because they want to titrate the yeah, amount of yeah, alcohol. Yeah. You know, water it down some. But usually, it's someone that just wants to get. Like, I'll watch them strain. Literally every... Okay. I, I mean, all right, so people You're ask... paying for it. People ask me not to dump their ice out because... Seasoned ice. Yeah, they. I mean, but I get that because when I drink... I uh, don't need more ice. When it's I drink bourbon ice. rocks, you know, with water, I like... I mean, I kind of use the same ice for a little while. I might yeah. throw, throw a couple more cubes on there, but it's maintained the temperature that I like and the amount of water that I like in it. So I get the concept, but it's not because but you, I'm... But cheap. you get a martini on the rocks. Yeah. It, well, is that even allowed? Martini on the rocks? What would Daniel Craig say about that? Uh, the martini on the rocks is very loud. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. I'm not a martini guy. Yeah. Well, now they do it on the rock. Uh, so if you get your bourbon yeah, on the rock, yeah, you just yeah. do a martini on the rock. It's just, you know, vodka. I love bourbon on the rock. Yeah. Because the it melts at the I like Chris on the rock. <laughs> hey, you. It melts at the perfect timing. Like, if you let it sit in the cup for like five oh, yeah. minutes. But you remember the first time you got one in a glass? Like, in a glass, you were like... Oh, of course. I, I, was in a, I remember where I was. <laughs> Why I was where I was at. I was in a steakhouse in Chicago when I went to Lollapalooza, and I was like, look, one night while we're going to Lollapalooza, we're going to have a nice dinner out. Timmy Wong was with us. Yeah. Sister was like, we're, we're going to ball out a little bit. So we went and had some nice drinks, got dressed up. Uh, my vegetarian girlfriend, really happy about going to a steakhouse. That's your problem, bitch, not mine. I didn't make you do this. I, you know, but I get, I go, let me get a, uh, a kettle one uh, martini. He goes, do you want it on the rock or on the rock? I was like, what do you mean on the rock? This is like 2009 or 10. And I was like, well, I'll have it on the rock, and I look around, and I see people with the rock. And these ones were like, you know, this is a nice thing. So they were, they boil the water, yeah, they get yeah, it, yeah. it was nice and clear. So there's no bubbles in it, yeah. And so it was the sphere. And I sat there, and wiggled that thing down into a mushroom. <laughs> the point where everybody on the table was like, hey, man. Hey, bro. So then I was like doing it slowly. <laughs> it's like when you're, when, you're, when you're popping bubbles in a movie theater. <clears throat> uh, remember, the, remember the jingly balls? Uh, yeah, that the, you put in your hand and wrangle yeah. around. That's that's sort of the same concept. Yeah, the, the, any sort of not Benoit balls. <laughs> any sort of fidgety. Uh... Oddly, never ha fidget spinner stuff. I just bite and chew nails and stuff. I'll play with anything in my oh, hand. Oh, just chew straws. I can do the I can do quarters and pencils on my hand real fast. Uh, I don't I haven't done it forever. I used to be like with it because you know I had to fidget when I was a kid for some reason. That's when I would beat on the desk quietly. That's the same thing. Like you, you, and when you get a little louder, uh, yeah. so like, popping bubbles with bubble gum. You're like. And I was like, hey. So I watched uh, this thing on uh, Netflix the other day about Anna Nicole Smith. Did you watch the thing or just watch clips? I watched the whole thing. Shut the fuck up. And this, mo things. this moment that I sort of remember from back in the day because uh, it was right around the time. Did or she like drown her husband or something? Or right before she got the reality show. Okay. So it turned. I knew she was on that like. Was an early reality yeah. show. I. I I knew, well, they, they put her on it because the Osbournes had just come out on MTV, and that was like the highest grossing television show ever at that point yeah. or something. Like, because Real World was the first reality show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, like, there was some t kickoffs of that, but, like, the Osbournes did great. Osbournes were the next. UI did great. <laughs> and it was a dynamic family. Is Ozzy Blake Curry's dad? <laughs> Very local Sorry, reference. Jesus didn't mean Very a dead, local didn't reference. Need a dead name there. So, anyways, so I remembered um, this. This moment where she goes out on the AMAs or the Grammys. I'm not, I, I don't think it was the Grammys. I think it was the AMAs. But she never did anything. Like she was just a Playboy model, right? 
Texas. Yeah, well, she was like in her early days in Mejia, Texas, spelled M-E-X-I-A. She was from Mejia, Texas. Mejia. She was like a stripper and all that, and she left town, and then she got discovered somehow. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but so she, never, she, but she was never an actress. Uh, well, she she had she got two offers at the same time: one to do the mask, vaginal and anal, to do the mask, and to do Naked Gun. She had to yeah. choose one. Yeah. So they were they were going to pay her fifty grand to do the mask. And she's so, Naked Gun instead. She was like, Nah, I'm going to get you know five hundred for doing Naked Gun, whatever. She was a guest. She was a yeah. So she was supposed to be the Cameron Diaz. The movie would suck without yeah, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, would have sucked. Yeah, that crazy. Yeah, so. She was a guest, better tits. Uh, guest jeans model for a little kind bit. She modeled for like she more was, than. She was a thick lady. She was one of the first thick yeah. girls too. For sure, the yeah. one of the more voluptuous. Very Marilyn Monroe esque, but yeah. Volu- and then she really tried to own that Marilyn Monroe. Well, she had she had a lot more. Uh, yeah, she yeah. was more hippie. Yeah. Girth in the girdle. Yeah. So, so she goes out. Uh, her her career is kind of going down. She's already married or started to marry the the ninety year old oil tycoon, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that true love. Yeah, but she's not in the public eye necessarily. But she is. This is what tw- she was getting fucked up. She was twi- She was twisted. Methadone, uh, every every benzodiazepine you can think of, every opiate you can think of. Do you know why Anna Cole Smith was doing all those drugs? She had to suck that 90-year-old dick on a regular uh, basis. I don't think they ever coitused at all. Oh, I'm sure she filleted him plenty of times. Well, I mean, maybe slapped it around or something. But think about how old he was, man. Right? Viagra. Yeah, whatever. I don't think that it, well, yeah, maybe that did exist. Yeah. Viagra's been around for a while. Well, anyway, so. He, 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 that guy was probably eating rhino horns when he was like 60. He was like, go back to China and give me some of them bird nests. <laughs> yeah, he, th- 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 you're that rich? You're gonna get a bonus. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, you can put it, make it mechanical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, gadget. He got a pulley. He's like, so anyway, so she's in the depth of. She's not in the public eye anymore because she's no longer like model. Sounds like a good title. Sorry. She's no longer model aged. You know. Yeah, she's like in her forties. So now it's kind of no. She let herself go. She died at forty. She let herself go though. So she was like thirty-two at this point. So she's just on every drug. She's just spiraling. They get her to present Kanye West with uh, an AMA or a Grammy or whatever. Oh, when he got... Uh, uh, it, it was like 2004 or something it was, like It was for the college dropout. She counts Before he hated Jews. She goes, I was just long <laughs> such a sexy producer. She entirely forgets why she's on the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she reverts back to her like... Googie. Marilyn Monroe-esque like... Behavior. And... Uh, yeah. It, the thing is, her perception of Marilyn Monroe is Marilyn Monroe was kind of an idiot. Marilyn Monroe was not an idiot. But she portrayed her like she was an idiot because she was an idiot. But the cringe factor, because I know what it's like to forget what you're doing on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've, I've flubbed a where lot of I? things. Yeah. Well, she wasn't on acid, though. And I'm like, well, where's the, uh, where was my end point? You don't want to say the same thing yeah. again as you're going. And I, I just I saw it in her. I was like, she forgot why she was up there God, and where she was. So much worse. And then she just starts... You know, just reverting to the the posing thing, and I was like, I'm getting like cringe chills. Just you know who thinking about it? <laughs> Kanye West, who for all of his things, he's got his faculties together, and then he's direct. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. get lost too much. Yeah, unless he's like space out about how to the people with space lasers and <laughs> how the magnets even work. <laughs> yeah, um, Jewish volcano space lasers, Kanye's next album. Um, but he must have been like, come on. Was he up there with her? But he wasn't what? up there with her. No, that's the thing. She was out there by herself. Oh, gosh. They put her on stage alone? <laughs> no, they got to give her somebody, right? Because now they always do duos. Number one, part. they put her on stage alone. Number two, I'm, I would be surprised if they didn't, like, inject something into her, 
her. Yeah, give her that Donald Trump cocktail. Give her that that, that fucking meth. Yeah, give her get the going. the uh, Diet Coke and ADD medication. Yeah, uh, and, insert and and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, drug medicine. Oh, was it no stuff? <laughs> that they make meth with uh, Fedra. Uh, <laughs> no stuff. Yes. They make meth uh, stuff that's a meth. But well, she, uh, she got uh, signed on to a diet pill thing. Oh yeah, there you go. That particular ephedrine. But she, but she, I don't think she was on them then because she, when oh, she you calling her fat when she first started taking them, uh, they they lost her for like a week. They were like, where is she? She had went and met some like she went through like a, a meth haze. She went and met some lady like three houses down from her from her in Malibu. And she walked up, she was walking the beach, and she could see a Marilyn Monroe picture from the, uh, from the beach. From the beach. So she walks up to it and knocks on the door, and this lady was like, hey, uh, Anna Nicole. She's like, I yeah. saw a picture of Marilyn Monroe in there. Could I stay here for a few days? She goes, yeah. So she goes into the room. They find her like four days later. She hasn't drank water. She hasn't eaten. She's got a white ring from her nose down to under her chin because she was so uh, dehydrated. Oh, God. Ugh. That it was like all the salt coming going out. in on itself, yeah. Oh wow! So then, uh, yeah. So then she flew to the Bahamas because uh, she was uh, trying to get uh, uh, custody of her son or her daughter, which she had had with a, a dude that she hated. Yeah. And in the Bahamas, whoever's there to sign the birth certificate is the father. So it could be anybody. Yeah. So she took Howard K. Stern down there with her. Oh, her, nice. her lawyer. Yeah. God, yeah. So he's, uh, so he's the father. If it's probably not hard to steal a baby in the Bahamas, but a lot easier than it is in you know. I mean, maybe like didn't her son die also? Yeah, and then he uh, drowned, right? No, he overdosed. Yeah. Oh, he di- he and came then, to then, visit then, her then. after she had the the so little girl. He, she he she died shortly thereafter, right? She died yes. like. If you don't like Anna Nicole Smith, sorry about the I remember it. Well, I'm a little drugged up from this Clay Creek Vineyards Red Blend I've been drinking. Proprietary Red Blend 2021 from Lodi. Low so def- definitely a California. Lot of, there's definitely a chunk of zen in this bad boy, though. Oh, did you ever find out the blend? No, but I can taste zen. There's some cab in there. Tasting notes, I like it. Um, there might be some petite verdot, but there's definitely cab in, in zen. When I taste it later, I'll let you know. Don't worry about it. All yeah, right, I, so uh, coming heard. up in the second half, we're gonna have the rider strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about like maybe I, I have a, a base. Line Karen, yeah. kind of. It's not really a Karen or a Darren. It's it could be a Karen or a Darren. Yeah, it's just general uh, restaurant etiquette. I like that. This is an etiquette episode because it's visiting your friends' etiquette. Yes, and then restaurant etiquette. Attack of the etiquette. Attack of the Attack etiquette. Attack of the etiquette. <laughs> Attack of the etiquette. All right, and we'll Nicole see. etiquette. All right, we'll come back. Let's we'll see y'all in a little bit. Ever wanted to start a podcast? Don't have the equipment or the know-how? Well, we've got you covered. From Behind the Barcast is expanding into the commercial studio space. You see, step one is making sure you sound great. Because no matter how good your content may be, people don't want to listen to something that sounds like this. From Behind the Barcast and Paxton Eugene Productions now offer in-studio audio and video production. Or the studio can come to you. We offer mobile podcast production from wherever you are. Now, with the hard part out of the way, there's no excuse for you not to get started. So if you're in the Savannah area, shoot us an email at frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com for details and a quote. Again, that's frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com, and let's get your voice heard.
and welcome back <laughs> to everyone. Especially. We could have sung it. I mean, we were uh, gonna... yeah, yeah. I don't know if you could, co- yeah, maybe get copyright strike for that. I think someone has. I think we would. I don't think our our. Uh, we don't have enough reach. Uh, enough reach to get there. What are forty views on YouTube? No, I meant enough know? reach. I don't meant musically. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hit the right notes. We're like, no, no. We want no one to know they're trying to sing our song. We just have to cease and desist. Not copyright. They're like, dude. Please quit. You're butchering it. It's right? not like people were telling Trump to quit using their music because they were, like didn't want it to be associated with them. They're like, sir, don't do this to yourself. Yeah, because you forget that like uh, you have to license all of that stuff. Anything you play for a crowd yeah. should be licensed. But not us. Not us, baby. Speaking of things you get licensed to, when you become an art teacher, <laughs> we were discussing what Kelly's... Uh, Work uh, prereqs would be things they would give him to help with a job. Like <laughs> well, they, they said, no sandals. Yeah, no sandals. Well, no flip flops. But you could wear Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> Just the art teacher can. Oh, oh yeah. No one else can. So they give you your assigned pair of Birkenstocks. It's like government issue Birkenstocks. Uh, Here's your Birkenstocks. So you Here's your patchouli. The, the, the yep. sandals you get in jail. They aren't even worn. Dude, Birkenstocks are so gnarly. Imagine getting secondhand Birkenstocks. Uh, Third hand from an art teacher. <laughs> Every time you step, you smell the patchouli. Uh, Kelly walked up and uh, they grew your hair out, sir. They had a tape measure and they were like, uh, "Let me see the length of that hair, buddy." Yep. How far past the ponytail? No, you got to wait another year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hair's not long enough. Yeah. You smell too good. Hey, you're showering too much. Let me see your hands. Rip them yep. things up. Uh. <laughs> a good rough hand, like from a lady. Flannel shirt with the like silver buttons. But uh, yeah. speaking of uh, licensing things like uh, music and stuff, uh, there's a uh, there's a little thing going on right now. Uh, the writer strike, and I knew, you know, sort of that the thing was going on, and I had the idea that they're striking because they're not getting uh, residuals slash royalties or not being compensated enough on the back end for productions that they've written, so they're striking, and what that has done is, and I just realized this by talking to a couple of people that work in production here, because Georgia's had a big boom in the past five years because of a tax thing, so a lot of productions have been happening here, so some people have come down to Tybee to work because they're no they're not on the productions right now because of the writer strike. And what Clint was explaining to me uh, earlier, I didn't realize that. So, so the the basis of the writer strike is they're asking for better pay and stability for writers. Obviously, they want to restrict the use of AI in writing because you can tell ChatGPT to write. Here's a premise: write this like I'm so and so, and they'll give you. And like comedians are using it to punch punch up jokes now, like. Martin Norris said he was in the green room with the guy who was like, he's like, I'm trying to figure out how this joke works. He goes, hold on. And he asked ChatGPT about the joke and Shut it punched up. it up for him. He was like, yeah, use this. He's like, I don't like this at all. And but also, the, the, one of the more important things is pay and residuals for streaming content. So, you know, Seinfeld gets streamed. He's getting paid. The writers from that show, him and others, are going to get residuals from that as well. However, a lot of those things, the pay licensing runs out after X amount of time. And so they want to still get, you know, what, what, if, you know, if Seinfeld's getting licensed now, just say only Jerry, Larry David, and the actors are getting residuals. None of the writers are because their time has run out. I'm not saying that's shown specifically, but with other shows, newer shows especially, they're not getting residuals oh, after, they have an, after original air date. Like, you know, when the show comes out and it streams through the first time, yeah. whenever they show it again, they're cut. And one of the rumors I heard was that HBO Max just switched from HBO Max to Max in order to prevent having to pay residuals and licensing for writers to save them scraps of money but again screwing the writers 
because writers have a different contract they're like so when uh when they uh licensed uh seinfeld to netflix right yeah, they got a, i think they got a chunk right a shit ton of money but not residuals just yeah. uh, a contract for the license right but in, in that pay do we know if somebody went to the writers we, but don't we don't know if they went to the writers or not which i would think like and we're just using seinfeld as an example not knowing anything Jerry, about we, it we love you thank you for listening. but i think that Larry David and Jerry would probably like kick down they some seem cash. They like the kind of guys who kick down cash, but you got to think some of those people, especially if the if the network owns the show and the rights to it. Oh yeah, their their bottom line. They're not look, thinking about anybody as a human. They're just thinking about the bottom line. So they're going to take that money yeah. and keep it. Because as a writer, there's a lot of contracts where, uh, like Stan Lee came up with Spider Man. Yeah, but he he did not own any Spider Man. They sold Sony bought the rights to Spider Man for ten seven or ten million dollars in like 1996. Uh, that IP is worth billions now. Yeah. Just spy- it's just Spider-Man already Spider-Man characters, which is why the Marvel Universe is separate or whatever. Because the MCU, Marvel, Cinematic Universe, Disney owns the rights to X amount of characters, but not Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man, like, Sony they, they, is Spider-Man. They can't. They, they can't. They couldn't title a movie with the word Hulk in it until like next year because Universal still had the rights yeah. to the Incredible Hulk. So Spider-Man and all Spider-Man related characters are owned yeah. by Sony, which is like why Venom's over there, yeah. and the Marvel owns right. So all every other character, there's certain characters they could can't get licensed to because of the writer. Yeah, that's why, like... Uh, so Marvel Comics yeah. itself, if you wrote something, you have end-all licensing, basically, as the writer. Like, when they filmed Doctor Strange, there's an innocuous character they wanted to use, and the family of the man that created the character was like, no. Whatever amount they offered, they're like, no, so they had to make it a different character. And they're done. They, whatever they offer, take it. But, because they're like, now you got zero. But, but there's other writing contracts where you're writing under the, the umbrella of a company, you're and, as, and as soon as you write it, you're, you're paid to write, yeah. not paid for what you what you wrote. But you're exactly, paid to write. you're a uh, you're a sal- you're an hourly you're employee, basically a, 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 a salaried employee. You're contracted, yeah, contracted employee. Yeah, so you don't get anything on the back end. And then another interesting point that you brought up was productions can still go on. There's a lot of pro- so I, I keep up with Marvel comic stuff. So shockingly, the MCU universe and Star weird. Wars stuff. Yeah, weird. Uh, new thing I'm doing here. Um, and so <laughs> in that, I they a lot couple of the uh, you know the the. The news guys and stuff will have posted on their, like, the pinned on their Twitter page. Filming right now, in post, and, and, and paused. Filming soon, and where things are filming, so you can go try to go to New York and find Daredevil getting filmed. If you don't know, and post is post-production. Post-production, like, basically. Yeah. So after, basically, with Marvel stuff, there's a lot of post. So, but the shows and movies have been stopping and starting filming a lot lately because they can't, so like, my example is Deadpool 3. Obviously written by Ryan Reynolds and a bunch of, and Sean Levy and some other guys, but what you can, you can write... You've, a script's already written, written. You can continue to film for the exact script that was written, but you can't ad-lib. You can't change a line because then you're writing. You're rewriting. So they can't change anything in any of the films that are being filmed right now with any rewrites. Word for word. What was already written in the contract. So you can't change anything. So like Deadpool, there's a ton of ad-libbing going on, obviously. I was going to say any current comedy is probably 30% ad-lib. Yeah, and I mean, and movies themselves, there's still a percentage of ad-lib. So all that's cut right now. You can't do any changing of this. Think script. about the HBO shows, like you were talking about uh, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Like most of those HBO comedies, so much of it was just on the spot. It, it just someone starts ranting and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and they, they're, that's all, all out now. Even Could, if you're the like Ryan Reynolds, having written Deadpool three, he can't change it because he works for the AGA as a writer. Everybody or WGA as a writer. Everyone works for that company. So you, if you write, yeah, so he can't cross the picket line, even he though he, yeah, even though he's filming and it's his, and it's, yeah. his it's his content. He has a contract with with uh, the alliance, and this, I, I'm all for the writers. Get your money. Yes. And as viewers, we won't notice this for about a year, maybe a year and a half, and there'll be some 
like you know the Marvel stuff's on the schedule pretty well, so like I'll notice that yeah. more than most. You know, you're not going to notice if Indiana Jones Seven doesn't come out in time. Well, it's a weird antiquated system, and it's weird that uh, the writers have just found enough gusto to uh, start uh, biting back against this because they did it in 07, too. And the music. Yeah, but they did, obviously they didn't. That was a long strike, too. It, 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 yeah. it delayed a lot of stuff. In music, so back in the day, uh, you signed with a label. The label owned everything. Like, you were just getting fucked left and right. But that was because no one had the knowledge of, they were like, oh, I got signed. That's yeah, how I. Ice Cube figured some of that yeah. out. Like, Snoop was the first artist to ever get a dollar per album sold. One dollar. for And CDs were $16 yeah. then. So, you know, you got. You know, That's called 10 points on the album. Yeah. yeah. There's 100 points. He got 10. And that was like insane so then music artists started figuring out like oh i don't have to go to a big label necessarily i can keep all cash of cash money I can, I can keep my uh SP. my uh publishing, my own label whatever own yeah so now spotify if you own your own publishing you get whatever plays you get you're getting something you know it's yeah even though spotify doesn't pay very well to very well spotify now buys like catalogs from, from certain artists but yeah. if you're a non you know you're not Jay-Z. Yeah. You're not getting, you know, you're getting residuals on pay, on plays. So now the writers in Hollywood or whatever are catching up to this. It's like, hey, man, like this is, it, it's our IP, but we were under a contract. So now right. hopefully they won't sign any more contracts like that anymore. Well, and like with streaming. So it's not like, you know, when you watch a live show, you have an estimated Nielsen of how many people watch this show. Mm. So you know, hey, this show's doing great. You had 5 million views this week. You can These leverage that. You can leverage that for your. But when it's streaming. Someone loves this show and watches it the same episode 30 times. You're the writer. You don't get any more money for that, but that content is being viewed again and again and again by somebody. It's being consumed. So you should be getting paid for the consumption. And also, they, they or don't Or leave the dishes in the sink, whatever you want to do. They don't let those numbers <laughs> out on purpose. Like, Netflix won't tell you how many streams you're getting. They, there's, they, they do and they don't with certain shows. They, like, they release it like HBO, like their new show is failing because it's getting less than a million streams or whatever views. But, like, it, it's... You know, with TV and streaming, it's hard to keep track with streaming because, you know, when you're watching it on TV live, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you record it on TV live, it counts as it's a live It's a metric live. that you can, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's an easily measurable metric. However, have you ever met one person who was a Nielsen family? The Nielsen rating system is basically how they keep track of stuff, and they would send a box to your house. They're always in the Midwest. You, yeah, everything you watched Kansas. would be recorded and monitored, and that's how they gauge yeah. what things were being watched. Yeah, because those ratings would come out, and then they would decide on whether. Yeah, I but it's gotta... based off just Nielsen families, people that were given. They they would approach you and be like, "Hey, will you be a Nielsen family?" Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I had no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they would record their own data. So back in the day, you know, they have they would bring a box to your house. It would record what you watch. They'd go check the box to get the data. Oh, gotcha. So they'd okay. come by once a week or every two, whatever x amount of time. Now, obviously, they just get the data immediately. That's right. how they but, knew who was number one. So and, I don't know if they yeah. still do it in twenty twenty three, or they just use the data off your cable box. Yeah, they probably just you use had to, the data because you have to. You'd have to say I'm allowing you to use my data, even though it's not my name. Well, Once they, again, the writers. You would use that Nielsen stuff to make money, and now they're and not. to leverage their next contract for the next yeah. thing they wrote on. Because producers are making it. Oh, well, close. I was listening to uh, Bert Kreischer on Rogan this week, and he uh, he was talking about movie theater releases versus streaming, and he said typically uh, anyone really involved with the movie, like the writers and everyone, uh, they make a better nut off of theater sales. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. Bert was like, "Please go watch this in the theater. It'll help me more because of." My staff. Exactly, yeah. But he said when it goes to streaming, they go, well, how much did you uh, pay to make it? Yeah. You know, 20 million. It's like, all right, we'll give you 25. And then that's it. You th I'm obsessed with where he, he's at. I, I've looked at the machine box. Now Netflix owns your thing. And, you know, 
people yeah. aren't paying per download, but they're paying a monthly fee. The, mach- the machine just crossed into profit this, this week. What was their budget? Cheers to you, Bert. Cheers, Bert. <laughs> we didn't support you by going to the theater. $10 million is what Bert said on a podcast. He said it was like a little under $10 million. They're at $10,097,000 domestic. Worldwide, $10,271,000. Not uh, doing real good on uh, those, aren't, those aren't But he wanted to make fat astronauts if it did well. The movie with him and Tom and Tom's quest to come in space. Because <laughs> they brought up on their podcast, I don't mind stealing this content. No one knows what happens with the ejaculate in space. Just ask Chris Hadfield. Uh, it's not talked about, though. You can't, like, figure this out. Maybe that's like the one taboo but, subject that they'll never talk about. It's, here's the thing: the next like time, magician he, revealing the next time secret. Elon Musk is on fucking Rogan, I guarantee you, Tom's <laughs> gonna be like, "Yo, yo, you've got to find out." Hit Tom's the Swede and then tell me. And then ask Elon Musk what happens to because, like, if you don't jack off, it's coming out one way or the other. You, you, <laughs> either you get it out yourself, or it's gonna come out by, by itself when you're sleeping. Yeah, uh, nocturnal, nocturnal emissions. emissions. Yes, and so like, do they have like a, a spaceport that you jack off and goes out into the? I mean, thing? you pee into a thing. And, and, well, you they recycle the pee for for. But you're not recycling the, the, the nut. Oh, for uh, uh, body lotion? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or just for showers. <laughs> Golden? Pearl essence. But, like, <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. So, speaking of things that have gone somewhere, this conversation has gone somewhere yeah, yeah, way off. But you know what doesn't ever seem to go anywhere, Paxton? What's that? Is goddamn people panhandling on the back of their cars. Now, we, we, we've let the subject rest for a little while because we haven't got that many uh, entries into this uh, little world, but we've had a few this week. Right. Shout out to Bailey for sending me this. It's parked illegally at the Kroger on Wilmington Island in, like, next to a handicapped space, blocking in a handicapped car in the white line space where you don't park. It's not a drop-off zone. There's no one in the vehicle. It's just parked illegally. Buy the bride a drink. <laughs> Cash app. Dollar sign Molly M O L L I E C O Y Cash App. That's Cash Sign Molly M O L L I E C O Y. I will tell Molly them your cow, name. Huh? Wow. Buy the bride a drink. Okay, so uh, just a little more explanation of this. Please don't. Where, guess, let's, play, let's play a game here because you didn't see a big turn to Kelly. Guess where they're from. I'm gonna say Florida. I'm gonna go with North Carolina. The Florida of the Midwest, Ohio. Ah, oh, dude, Ohio I came to my mind at the very beginning. Uh, I was like, that's too easy, man. Yeah. If you, you would think. And so, like... All right, so in the front of this Kroger, specifically, or most grocery stores, all right, that white line space, I've seen geriatric old men dropping their geriatric wives off right there yeah, to walk folks in the are those store. people. <laughs> yes. And then do a lap or something until the wife comes out. Even though that's not, like, technically what it's for, but... They're not parking there. Yeah, they just dropped the whole And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this bride from Ohio, not disabled. Yeah, not geriatric. Not physically disabled. Not mentally mom, disabled, for sure. Um, because she uh, definitely did not uh, send back the money that was requested to her, uh. bitch. But not to be outdone, later on that day. It always, there's always there's, more. There's always somebody else. I can't remember. I think it was Patrick Burns, I think, sent this to me. If it was you, Patrick, thanks. If it wasn't you, I don't remember. We, we got a street team. This one's at least written... <laughs> Like, the writing's better. The other one looks like I wrote it. It's so terrible. they're getting residuals this, from their writing? This, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is written nice. Like, it's good cursive writing. Okay, I got you. Know, you. Last, oh, even a drawing of the ring. A drawing, last fling before the <laughs> ring. Venmo at Abby Rhea, A-B-B-I-E-R-H-E-A-19-1-9. What a weird way to spell Abby. Abby uh, Rhea. Of course. And shout out to, 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 to Nancy. Is she related to diarrhea? First cousins of gonorrhea. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, if I had seen this before I posted this, I could have been like, 
request money for gonorrhea treatment for, for uh, uh, I could have almost it's been the like, quote of the week it, it almost could have been yeah i mean that could be yours if you want i have a funny one so a guy that comes in <laughs> oh, all that the time, wasn't funny uh, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you a funny one after that fart knocker this dude that uh hangs out at the bar all the time you know 60s uh very nice gentleman drinks bud light and <laughs> Don't don't mess with nobody, kind guy. But he's not the he he doesn't have a lot of quips. He's not like a shooting zingers out there all the time, you know. He's not like Johnny on the spot with the quotes or whatever. So he drinks Bud Light religiously. He's like, I'm not changing for anything. I don't care. This is yeah. what I drink. Shout out to Shane Gillis doing the same shit. Shane's like, he's I like, this is, this is what I drink, man. Whatever. So again, and I I wish this thing would die, but it won't. So someone said something. Like, Bud oh, Bud, oh, Bud Light, blah, 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 whatever. He goes, uh, do you go to church? And the lady, was like, the lady was like, yeah, I go to church. He goes, did you stop going to church when you found out that priests were diddling kids? <laughs> yes, yes. She goes, Bud Light? oh. Literally, just like Anna Nicole Smith losing her shit she on came, stage. It came to her? It, lights went on this time. She goes, oh, you know what? Drink your Bud Light. Touche. Touche, <laughs> brother. Yep. Because, I mean, that poor guy so had, had that in his hip pocket. <laughs> yeah. For Man, a minute. You, like, you're probably right. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't seem like a, you know, he's, 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 he's not an off the dome type of guy. But, man, well, I mean, that's, like I said last week, this went to the anonymous person who I definitely did not. I won't tell me your name. Refraining from hitting that because that fucking song gets stuck in my head. <laughs> it's bad. That in the, the quote of the week jingle. Mm-hmm. I woke up to the quote of the week in my head today. It was great. Um, it won't go away. It's just and it's too quick too. Oh, yeah. This is not a long song. But uh, then you finish it. But I, but I was selling. I was sending this person. They sent me you know Bud Bud like queer beer stuff, and I was sending back like pastors and stuff that were like kid touchers and <laughs> child porn havers yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, this is. All, I don't see you outraged about all of this. Don't go to church because a kid might get fucked. You know, don't drink Bud Light because they might send a can to a dude who didn't like his dick. Who cares? And there are better things in your life to care about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's just like, not... like who got elected president? Who? <laughs> I was at the store and I see this shirt and it says D's nuts on the back. But the guy wearing it was a, a white haired white gentleman, probably in his 60s. And I'm a I'm kind of far away from him. so I just like saw a homemade D- shirt or like a monogram. No, it's like a real real deal. I just saw D's nuts. When I got closer to get get into the line, it goes, "Who elected D's nuts?" And it was Biden and Kamala or whatever. And I was like, I, "That's kind of funny." I was like, "No, it's it's super funny." But I was like, "It's a it's really funny that it's like an appropriation of uh like D's nuts like that's." Yeah. I was thinking you were saying like a guy that sells peanuts. Yeah. That, there's there's D's nuts peanuts. I'm we, sure all the country. Yeah. Kev's hot nuts. Kev's down hot nuts. Here. Yeah. Kev's hot nuts. I, so on River Street, where I've never worked <laughs> once in my life, not um, even five years ago. Not five years ago. At night on Fridays, like it was when we were kids, but even more so now that the, that River Street's nicer. There's a parade of the same people I see, the same vehicles, week after week, and the three wheelers, motorcycle thing, the trike thing, you know, the two slingshot. in front, one in back, two slingshot. in the front, slingshot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not keeping track where their wheels are, but. <laughs> They'll ride by, booming. I mean, louder than all hell music. They're always together. Like on last past Friday, there was five of them. This past Friday, five years ago, um, there was five of them in a row, all playing loud ass music, all different. All music. different, of course. Yeah. The second vehicle. So you think the slingshot's a primarily black dude, that like a middle-aged black guys drive the slingshot more than anybody else. 
But there's in the midst of this crowd, a man older than my father playing Chingy. Right now. I like the way you do that right there. Right there. Just, but he's not, he's so like stoked. Not even bumping to <laughs> I'm like, is he just selling these things? And he's just like, he's the guy that owns the company. Cause like this guy, and, and like every time I see the same guy, it's always like early 2000s hip hop. And I'm like, is this guy into this? Like he would have been in his 40s when this came out. Or did he ask the people that he rides with like, hey, uh, give me a playlist to play. Yeah, cause it's, 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 not, it's not a big variety of songs, but also like, hey guys, you all together? Maybe. Let's all get in. Let's get in tune here. Man, that would be so hard to sync up. I was just thinking about the logistics of that. I no, was it's like, not. I've done it. Not in a car. When, back when the first of the month, Bone Thugs and Harmony, the, 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 the first uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony album came out. I, I had that all over it. single on tape. A single. The Thuggers Rogers Bone or first of the month? First of the month. Just- I, I'll know every word to the first of the month when I don't know my own name. <laughs> and but So my buddy, my buddy at the time, this guy, I don't even know to say his name. He sucks. Um, don't even use the button. <laughs> I'm, not, this guy blows I'm not touching ass. him. Um, we, he had his, he was a spoiled brat. So in his room, he had a stereo better than my dad had in his house and his parents downstairs had one even better. So we, one, two, three, boom. At the first, like the whole house is rocking to the song in unison. <laughs> and it only took a couple tries to get like in, in, in yeah. unison. And like, it, you know, it, it sounds better than you guys are back to back to back, just sound bombing each other. Yeah. And it's just, especially like all those uh, uh, differing frequencies. It's just a mess. Now, if you're sitting on the, the slingshot or whatever, I'm <laughs> sure that all you can hear is your own stuff. I mean, maybe, but like, what do you, and also driving on the slingshot down cobblestones does not sound fun to me because you, you know what's not fun to me is that same Friday night, I'm talking to a table. I hear, ah, and I'm like, what's that noise? I turn around and out of the back of a pickup truck has fallen a, teenager onto the cobblestones <laughs> I mean, head on the cobblestones I know. and i i kind of see the noise and people run over to them the vehicle i saw the noise man continues on well yeah because they don't realize because they're jamming music loud <laughs> i was about to say were they bumping music that, that dude fell out of the truck so i'm i'm not Best I'm, day I'm, ever you're not my table i'm not applying first aid and so the truck drives off i'm busy i have to go back inside or something i come out a bachelorette party has stopped to help this man one or two of them is a nurse i guess and the bachelorette <laughs> is down there on her knees helping this guy, like, get his Not like together. CPR. <laughs> no, no. He's just bleeding. Like a, yeah. He's bleeding pretty profusely because cobblestones Cobblestones don't, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't give a lot. They don't give. Yeah, they're, and these are old cobblestones. Not like yeah. those new cobblestones. Yeah, yeah. Those old pissed off cobblestones. From Carl's Cobblestone R Us. Um, <laughs> Carl's Cobblestone Cottage. <laughs> yeah. Anna Nicole's Carl's. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's going too far. So, but this dude, he's bleeding, and, like, they're helping him. These are the bachelorettes that don't write their... Venmo in the back yeah, of the yeah, car yeah. for sure. The truck figures out what's going on. On River Street, you have to go back up a ramp and come back around. So it's a one-way street. It's a one-way. Yeah. Was he the only guy in the back, I guess? Uh, no. So I, I didn't see... The other people in the back didn't see him? There was just, I think there was just one other guy in the back. I think he was hitting the window, and the other guy was like, yeah, da, da, da. But once you get to a certain Bye, point, man. you got to come back around. You can't just back up. So they had to go through the tunnel back around. So it's extre- It's one way, and it's extremely crowded all the time. Yeah, so it takes them a minute to get back around. They park kind of in front of the restaurant in the room I'm working at five years ago. I can see out the window. I can see the truck. Yeah. And the guy driving gets out and goes back there, and the girl, the back were giving him shit because he was going too damn fast. Now, granted, they're from Effingham. Hey, boy, I don't even know how to the back of a truck. I've never fallen out of the back of a truck on cobblestones because you know you had to have one hand holding on. But I think the dude was probably showboating or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing the stinky leg, whatever kids do. And, but he fell, fell out. And so Dabbing. The girl's giving the guy driving shit about driving off and coming and, and, you know, and, and that just happening. And he starts, like, berating her. And I'm like, I'm watching this out of the window happen. 
in front of them. And I'm like, I'm involving my tables, obviously. Like, look at this. Here's what happened. Look at this nonsense. And like, bloody shirt guy. This better man with shirt on his head. Just walked back over to the truck to get back in with his buddies. They let him get in the cab this time. Oh, how sweet. Um, <laughs> but the dude's like trying to argue back with the chick, and like the mass of social support she got from people that were like had gathered around. Dude was like, turned his music down, and drove off. Jesus. Uh, old truck, new truck. Old white pit, beat up pickup truck, the uh, dually. Oh yeah. I mean, you couldn't hear it. And it, it, like loud exhaust, loud music, not good. Wasn't chingy, but it wasn't good. <laughs> There's a parade of like uh, down here in the south, we call them donks, right? It's basically a Caprice or an old uh, LTD or something yeah. like that, where the front is lifted just to, just a smidge. Mm-hmm. Always big rims. Sometimes it's got a drop top. Sometimes it doesn't. But the classic is the Caprice, like mid to Caprice, late eighties. Caprice, a, 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 a hoopty. Yeah, basically, yeah. And I love those cars, like the the aesthetic of them. Oh yeah. But the thing is, those things aren't built for uh, uh, sending out bass frequencies into the world. So it's literally just. And the thing is, you can dynamat the inside, which I did when I had a 1995 Buick Saber with two 12s in the trunk, and it would. Yeah. When I first put them in there, it was like, and I was like, all right now. But see, sitting in the car, you're fine. Yeah, but, but I dynamited it and like secured the license plate so it didn't do that. And like, I, if I drove out people, I would turn it down because I didn't want to. That's the main <laughs> thing, that license plate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a 12 in, a, in two different truck, pickup trucks that were single cab and it would rattle the truck bed. Damn, son. Yeah, yeah. Look, I like the base. You son. rattled your friend out of it. This is my first vehicle I've ever owned. Like, my primary, the, the Beamer, it's the first car I've ever owned that I haven't put it like a new stereo in because you don't have to in a BMW or most new cars now. Sounds so good, you don't have to place a stereo anymore. Yeah, and you but know, I had that, the t- 2010 Hyundai Sonata. I had those 12s from the Buick in my garage for like six months after I got this nod, and Shay was like, what a trouble pick. You have a power amp and everything? I think they'll fit in there. So Shay and I, it was like an inch clearance between the trunk and and the speakers. We installed it within like two hours, and rattling around, baby. (laughs) Hey, whatever. But the donks drive down down River Street. Yeah, and there's like 10 of them all in a row, and it's it's a literal car show. So here's the thing. If the cars are nice, it's a nice car show. But sometimes the, all their money went into the stereo. But a slingshot uh, show? I'm not, I don't. And like people, people are like out. It's like 930. People are like having dinner with their family. And it's like. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and it's like not, no one. It's. Yeah. You're having a, fun in your car. That's fine. But you're bothering everybody else. It's bad etiquette. Yeah. If you want to cruise River Street. Look at it, people. Do your thing. I get man. it, man. Be seen. See and be seen. But like, don't be, uh, be seen, not heard. That's the. <laughs> Like yeah, a, use that in your art class. Like a good uh, something that sounds good inside of your car. We need to have a week every 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 week. We need to give Kelly a note on what to do as a teacher, even though we have no business doing that. No, <laughs> that's Kelly's art teacher note of the week. <laughs> this one, be seen, not heard. Guess what? I heard a lot. <laughs> what? It's a. Uh, it is a lot of sandwich. He <laughs> got me good. He uh, did. My neighbor, my neighbor, the other day was like, "Hey, were you on that?" Diner Drive-Ins and Dive Show on Tybee. I was like, yep, it's a lot of sandwich. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, didn't pay enough attention. Didn't get the reference. <laughs> you haven't had to watch this 30 times. Well, but, but the donk rides are nice. So we, we don't really have Karen's this week. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're not going to have to play the song. But I just want to give, we're, we're, we've talked about restaurant or dining etiquette, you know, guest etiquette in the first half. A little bit of restaurant etiquette here, okay? One, turn your music down when you ride by. Two, if you have... If you have children, you come to a restaurant, I get children are going to make a mess. Thank you, tablets, for entertaining kids more so than ever now. But if you're given crayons and things to play with, or if you brought in your own stuff to your kid to toy around with, 
if your kid makes a gigantic ass mess, t- crayons, paper everywhere, uh, cheer- things we don't sell, Cheerios, whatever, everywhere, all in a surrounding area, if I understand you might have three kids. You, you really can't get to clean that up. But you need to pay the person cleaning it up more than you were going to pay them anyways. Because, or, or at least show some effort. Some effort, yes. Do something. Do something to, make, to be like, hey, my bad. Yeah. But because I've got a four top of, of adults over here, you know what they're not doing? Throwing Cheerios on the floor. And they're tipping me better, if not the same as you. And I provided the same service. You're just like, you clean up my mess because I'm a shitty parent. And then <laughs> crayons, it should be a 25% tip or more if your kids make a mess. I understand kids are going to make a mess, but pay for it. If you can't afford to pay for it, stay your ass at the house or get one less Diet Coke for the table there, Shirley. Yeah, go, to, go visit someone. Don't call them and just cook with all of their uh, utensils. In their house. I'm gonna come in your house next week and throw Cheerios <laughs> everywhere. Instead of instead of going out to eat. Yeah, just don't make you know. Don't well, it's always sick. the worst whenever you walk up. It's like we don't sell Cheerios, and there's a million of them surrounding the table. Here's yeah. another uh, little piece of etiquette for you. Uh, so this happened uh, on Saturday. We were swamped. I mean, it's just you know this is the first like it's been very nice this weekend too. It's been first real summer day where it's like busy all day. Been, you know, the weather's been nice. We've every, weather. Everyone's out. So our kitchen gets backed up like pretty quick. A uh, guy comes up. He was like, hey, uh, could I order two slices maybe to go? I was like, yeah, look, kitchen's at least an hour. He goes, well, what about for this or that? I'm like, everything's an hour no matter what. I kind of predicted there would be like 40 minutes, but I always overshoot just to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote it on the ticket as well, the time. That, that was the first one that night where I wrote oh, the yeah. time that he ordered it on the ticket. You had a feeling? So, so, that, so that if he had – here's the thing, though. Typically, I write that down when I think someone's going to be like, hey, where is it at? It's been this long. Any guy wearing a watch is a suspect. Mm. He didn't do that, though. He came back up. He goes, uh, hey, uh, what's up with the pizza? And I was like, uh, and this is like 20 minutes later. He knew it as well. He goes, uh, any, any word on the pizza? I was like, I'll go look, but, you know, at least another 20 minutes. He goes, I'm just going to cash out without the pizza. Oh, boy. I was but like, you've ordered pizza. It's being, it didn't, I mean, it probably hadn't been made yet. But probably could, not at that point, yeah. But still. I was like, you know what? That's fine, man. I know it's crowded in here. It's taking a, a long time. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you go, okay, hold on. I got to go stop pizza production before I cash you out. So at least make him wait a little longer. That's what I'm doing. Anytime someone changes something after I've already put the order in, okay. I go, stop what we're doing right now. I got to go fix this immediately because the kitchen needs to know fast. Typically, I would, but on a night like that night. It was going to cost you more time than it was worth. Yeah, exactly, because I had so many people out there. Even Tragic Mike was like, I walked back here one time, and I was like, damn, I've never felt sorry for Paxton before. Damn. And, it, and at the end of the night, it didn't really reflect in the money either. But that's beside the point. Yeah. But so you get any Cheerios at least. So the dude, uh, he was like, "No, man, it's, it's cool, man. Like I get it, whatever." So cashes out, credit card. I don't look at it right away. I'm very busy. About two tickets later, I was like, "Oh, let me just flip back and look." Oh boy. Zero. I was like, look, man, I did you a favor by not making a deal out of... You're not paying for pizza, food you ordered Yeah, it, 20 minutes ago. And I, was, and I was like, hey, buddy, I told you how long it was going to be. Like, I really told you how long it was going to be. Subsequently, the five people after that that I was like, hey, it's going to be an hour, they were like, perfect, man, we get it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't expect... Anyone walking into a restaurant on a Friday or Saturday night expecting to get food fast is an idiot. Like, it's every... But you can walk in and look around and go, oh, there's people in here. Look around you a little bit, man. It's uh... I mean, even if you walk into a Chinese takeout place and there's nobody in there, it's Friday or Saturday night. Guess what? They're probably busy or their food sucks. You don't want it. You don't want <laughs> yeah. beef either way. Beef lo mein. And you can't look, like they can't see into the kitchen where there's like 
40 pizza boxes stacked up. Yeah, we're at tickets for days. Because of to-go orders. Hell yeah. It's just not. Speaking about tablets for kids, uh, you are tabletless tonight. <sighs> because it. Tabletless. I don't know. I couldn't find it today. Do you think? Okay, so I took it. I, I, we, we, we had some drinks after the podcast last week. I know you would think if you could ever hear the Patreon, Paxton will post one day, that we did the week before that because... I'll post that Patreon yeah. tonight. It's so long, we had to we skip a week. But, so I took, I took a cab home at l- late o'clock, and I'm, I don't ever leave stuff in a cab. I always get out, and I had like a big pink bag. I carry my tablet and stuff in. It's like a grocery bag. It was my mom's, whatever. I got this big pink bag. So I have never misplaced it. And so like I started looking for it, you know, 10 minutes before I might leave the house tonight, and I'm like... So I I look everywhere. Oh, you hadn't thought about it until you were leaving to yeah, come. Yeah, because I only I basically just use it for the podcast or to yeah. read comics, and I haven't read any comics or, well, anything, or read you, books or whatever. When you walked in, you said, "Hey, did I leave a pink bag here last week?" I was like, "I don't think you did, but you're not the type that leaves." No, I don't leave my stuff laying around anywhere or my dishes or anything. And I do, but uh, I, so and maybe the thing is, I was in an Uber, so you think the Uber driver looked back there was like, "Oh, oh," the next passenger was like, "Hey, there's a pink bag with a, with a tablet in it." Was something someone would need. And it's a giant pink bag. It's a giant. He, he did not notice this bag. The next person didn't just walk off with it. No one gets into a cab and goes, oh, a pink bag with like, I mean, there was a tablet in there. Maybe like an empty food container. I was going to say probably an empty fuck container. Like, right, so, <laughs> so let's just. Let's, a t-shirt. Let's just play it like you did leave it in there. Because you, you searched your house. I'm pretty sure it's not here. So let's say you did leave it in there. It's been a week. So. If, the recourse you have is you can't send the Lyft driver a message. Uh, so it, 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 when you get back onto Lyft or Uber, it makes you tip and rate them first, or you can just skip that process. I figured out how to skip it. So you can skip it and give them nothing. So I'm like, do I rate the guy five stars, fat tip, and then ask for it? And then he's like, oh, I've been saving this for you, which he could have contacted me. Or do I just go, hey. So they can contact you through the app? They can contact. They, I'm sure Uber, there's a way to contact the Like, hey, you have something in this vehicle. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to contact him after the podcast, but hey. Because I don't want him to call me during this and be like, hey, look, I left the bag. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it direct. I left a bag in your car last Tuesday. You better be more Pacific. Be like, I left a giant pink bag with yes. stuff in well, it. You I, can't I, just say you it You contact him through the app. It'll tell him what time it was. Yeah, yeah, He'll yeah. remember me. I'm sure I was talking um, a bunch. And so, you know, yeah, he was a quiet talk. But, like, he has a ton of drives. So, like, do you think you would just be like, hey, here's your... Because, like, here's the thing. He brings that bag to me. He's getting, like, 20 bucks. Super fat tip. Yeah. Yeah. At least you're not like a... And I'm not going to throw any Cheerios in his car. Leave the Cheerios at home, kids. Yeah. Not like Yo-Yo Ma leaving a Stradivarius (laughs) cello in a New York City yellow cab. That happened. But, luckily, that cab driver is like, hey... Yo yo. Yo yo. Yo 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 yo. Yo yo. yo. yo, yo. You're familiar with the phrase yo yo in New York cab drivers. Yo yo. Yo yo. You yo. left this uh, big string instrument in the back, which is crazy because Stradivarius, if you don't know, and I'll make this quick, I promise. <laughs> the reason Stradivarius uh, violins and cellos are so uh, sought after and expensive, number one, they were made from Ice Age wood that was uh, buried underneath like a riverbed and had been frozen over forever. They would retrieve this wood in the Stradivari was like the best luthier of violins back in Italy back in the day. And he only made Stradivarius. Stradivarius. He only made X amount of <laughs> X <laughs> amount of cellos and, uh, and uh, violins. So this is a like cool million dollars, at least back in the nineties when he left it in there. But, and this is pre-internet. So you could, I mean, but if you pawn 
Uh, what do you take the Stradivarius? You're, you're trying to. It, Your fence cap better be really good. Yeah, you better have the best. It's like yeah. those guys that robbed that, Joe, man. the Swedish guys that uh, robbed the the Rembrandt. Uh, it was a Rembrandt, a Matisse, and another like famous painter's painting. And they're like, where the where are you going to sell these things at? You know, like one of the most. You have to sell them to somebody who's uber uber wealthy and private. Saudi, like a, like a Saudi, 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 Saudi yeah. Yeah. people that run the PGA. You mean? Chic. Yeah, right. I mean, they got, they got what they wanted. I, I, I just heard that they bought it out. Yeah. Yeah. But all those guys love going to the live or whatever it's called because like well they got big contracts they got paid a ton of money yeah and you get to kind of like party and and, chill and the PGA guys were like they were told no stay strong do this and that because like Travis Udon talks about it on Hot Grits episode last week shout out to Hot Grits always and it's like look these guys were getting million dollar contracts to go and these guys were told to stay because like the guy that runs PGA whatever was like the Saudis are terrible and their money contributed to nine eleven think about those families said all that and then a year later does a backhanded deal with them. It's like, sorry, we had to do this business. Like, well, now we don't care about the families in 9-11? Because you brought that up. Yeah. So do you not care yeah, you, anymore? You, you, you broke the seal, buddy. You, you, uh, you need to step down. Never forget. Friend. Never forget. Never forget, Never brother. forget. Well, never well, forget that this has been a good week. Yeah, it's been a good week. Uh, we, so it, stayed put. just some inside baseball. We came in like, do you have anything? No. I, was like, I got a couple of things. I didn't get to half of them. Yeah, I didn't, ju- I didn't get to half of my notes. I was like, man. I didn't get to praline cheesecake eating retard. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> We love you guys. Thank you for if you're still here. Was not special needs. If you're still here, we love you. Uh, please, uh, it's free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube uh, from behind the barcast, Instagram, and Patreon, patreon.com forward slash from behind the barcast, where I will post a lengthy Patreon. Where, gonna, again, I want to reinforce some things were promised at the end of the episode that were not happening. I'll just cut those parts out. <laughs> There's not any gold effort yet. Cut that part out. I think that was at the very end. Yeah. I'm yes. going to have to review it a little bit. You're going to have to review it. Yeah. I also want to review it a lot of it. It's, it's been asked about. Yeah. It is a lot of sandwich. It was a lot of sandwich. All right, guys. Oh, Kelly, welcome back. We're glad Thank to you. have you. Thanks a lot. We will see you all next week.